0: Hello and welcome to Inside the Booth. This is a special edition of Inside the Booth. Uh, we'll call it the COVID-19 pandemic special. <laughs> we're all online. We're all, uh, yeah, we're doing this from a remote location, each other. So uh, yeah, this is gonna be crazy. Um, as always, I'm your host, Wes Booth, joined by my partner in crime on this money-making grind, Mr. Lester Valenzuela. How's it going, Lester?
1: I'm good, man, I'm good. You know, it's it's weird not seeing your face.
0: Yeah, it is but, weird, eh?
1: Um, you know, I'm, as always, excited to try and make some money here, you know?
0: Yeah, I think we uh, I think we could pull this together and uh, take a clean podcast to the bank here. Uh, last week was a little bit different than usual. We didn't make as much money as we usually do. Uh, but no. if that's the worst week we're going to have, I'm okay with it. Um, you know, there was a little bit of a personal bias with me. So, as always, we'll get into the what we learned last week. We have to focus on what we did bad and what we did good so we can capitalize on those successes and failures. Um, What I learned on this was I need to get off those personal biases against certain teams. The Cleveland game, the Rams game, those two games for sure I was – so heavily on Houston because, you know, I don't like Cleveland. I don't like the Browns. And I just assumed that they were going to be better than the Browns at this one, but they weren't. They just, they couldn't pull it out. I don't think they really are into it this year. They don't have a shot at the playoffs, whereas Cleveland did. So once that cold weather got to them, it was just, that was too much for them.
1: Yeah. And I think the cold weather had a crazy effect on the game as well, right? You saw it was windy. Uh, They didn't have David Johnson there. Duke Johnson isn't, Quite the physical runner that David Johnson is, so we mm-hmm. have it. It becomes an issue uh, when you're playing a team like Cleveland that, you know, what it ha- is a decent decent is a decent defense.
0: Yeah, it sucked. And same with the Rams one. You know, Vegas never wavered off of those uh, that off that spread of two and a half or whatever it was. They just were always on the Rams the entire weekend, and I should have just seen it coming that Seattle yeah. was going. They were destined to lose that game, seven and, and nine
1: against yeah, and them. It, it was an interesting game because i like sometimes you have to go against what the public and a lot of the time the public is wrong right like mm-hmm. we we saw the numbers and we saw that the public at a surprising like 63% of the public m- money was going to seattle yeah um and that should have been a red flag and um yeah that's one of my what did i learn is you gotta trust the numbers sometimes. Um, uh, you're always gonna have odd off weeks. Yeah. Um, you're always gonna have games like Washington and uh, Detroit where it was like what s- almost 60 points were scored. Um, yeah. We pushed that and, game
0: too, which is odd enough, right? We both yeah. got to push on that. There's a we both picked a three point spread either way, and it finished with a three point spread. So
1: exactly. And but to me, that's a strange game. Very. Um, and you're always going to have. So uh, for me, It's I got to trust the numbers um, because at the end of the day, numbers, they don't lie. There's outliers, absolutely, but they don't lie. Um, another, what did I learn? I learned that the overtrend is over. Um, so we've, it's the, re, it, like we, we said, I think it was four weeks ago, we're going to see a regression to the mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the over. It was at a staggering sixty-seven percent uh, by week, I think, five. Um, now we're looking at fifty-three percent on over. So yeah, we even seen it last night, in the Thursday night game with the uh,
0: Arizona Cardinals and Seattle Seahawks.
1: Yeah, it was. I, we're just seeing a trend that like defenses are starting to, I mean, get better. I mean, like it's they're starting to become more cohesive. They're starting to like really understand what these offense, offenses are trying to do. Do you think
0: it has something to do with uh, maybe even the fact that these offenses want to keep their their superstars maybe hidden you know play possum if you will kind of that's what I kind of think Green Bay's been doing is you know I, I think those kind of teams maybe are playing a little bit of possum, so that leads the defense to have some
1: sort of an edge as well um yeah I, there's also so many outliers too I mean the green bay game i I can't explain to you sometimes teams just play to the level of the teams that they're playing yeah absolutely um, i'll agree with that Uh you we see P- teams like pittsburgh did, they didn't do it last week but mm-hmm. you saw it with the cowboys um how they play down to their level um well, Green, pittsburgh's Green- the biggest design B- no fraud i've ever seen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you're not wrong so like <laughs> sometimes i mean like i thought aaron Rodgers was gonna go off i thought yeah. he was gonna cement himself in he did that. do well though he did play well um that defense didn't Play as well as they should. But I don't that's not like a prolific performance that I want from Aaron Rodgers. I want to see like Aaron Rodgers four touchdowns against a really bad defense. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. There yeah. Jacksonville is is not a good defense. He he should have had four touchdowns in the first half.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't have threw the pick. No. At all.
1: So so that for me that's that's another what did I learn? What about yourself? Do you have another what did you learn?
0: No, really, just uh, just the personal bias I got to get off of. Um, Other than that, I think we're we're doing really well on our research on sticking to our basis and our stat numbers instead of just you know going with the sheep and going with what seems so obvious at points. Watching the shows last night and seeing how people were just automatically assuming that Kyler Murray was gonna take that game instead of Russell Wilson. To me, I just felt like you know Russell Wilson's been in it longer off a short week where they're both coming off a short week. One's coming off a really big high, and the other team's coming off of a really big low. you always got to go with a team that's on a really big low, especially when they're quarterbacks and veterans. So I feel like I've still got that. We've both still got that rhythm going. So um, let's just kick it off. Let's go with the first game on the slate. Uh, Atlanta and New Orleans. New Orleans has one of the biggest stories of the year. Uh, Taysom Hill, they paid a bunch of money for this kid that only, to me, pardon me, only everyone...
1: Jameis Winston, you mean.
0: No, Taysom Hill is starting.
1: Oh, wait, Taysom Hill is no... I thought it was Jameis Winston. No,
0: yeah, that's my thing. So that's why I'm saying, like, this is going to be unbelievable news. So if you're playing... What? Yeah, so let's back that train up. So if you're playing FanDuel, where the quarterback, uh, Taysom Hill, is tight end eligible, you can play a quarterback that is starting in a tight end role and play another quarterback at your quarterback role. So you're going to have two quarterbacks that are going to... Well, I don't think Taysom Hill is going to score that many points, but if you do are on that train, and 98% of the world is on that train right now, that's a good play to have. It's a free square on FanDuel. Not on DraftKings, because I don't think he's going to outscore some of these other quarterbacks. That's that's the biggest news to me, though, is you got Jameis Winston there and Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, to me, only ever lines up in the Wildcat formation. And now you're going to put him out there and expect him to throw pass uh, dimes and to I just I can't see it he's gonna have to yeah. keep up with Matt Ryan in this Atlanta offense
1: yeah and, and I'm I agree 100% I cannot see Taysom Hill I thought Jameis Winston was going to start I didn't I gotta catch up on the news apparently um no I that to me that's surprising I I don't see that he's a wildcat quarterback at best mm-hmm. at best mm-hmm. um to me, that, that just reinforces what I already have. Uh, Atlanta on the money line. Um, the total's a little bit hard to, to pick at that point because it's a little high for me at that point. 49's mm-hmm. a little bit high. Um, so Yeah, right now would... it's
0: sitting at, It opened with the uh, Saints at 7-point favorites, 51.5 spread and it has now dropped to a three-point favor point. for the Saints and 49-point total. Yeah. So um, money's, money, obviously, you know what, was coming in heavy on the Falcons from the, the start. Falcons,
1: yeah. Um, and rightfully so. Uh, anytime you have an unproven quarterback uh, playing for um, against a really hot Atlanta team um, as of late, they've been mm-hmm. playing good football. And... Um, to me, the spread just doesn't make sense. Uh, to pick at three, I'd, I'd hit the money line at one plus 155 mm. rather than the spread, um, and I'd feel super comfortable with that. I'd probably go with the over, or sorry, the under, um, just because. You don't um, think the Saints can get there? Um, I think that they're going to have to run a lot more.
0: This is going to be Alvin Kamara game for sure. This is going to yeah. be his if he wants to be cemented in that conversation as MVP. Cause that's the thing is you know you never hear of any other skilled positions get into it. I remember the last time, I really think any player really was in mentions was probably J.J. J. Watt. What twenty fourteen there?
1: Yeah, so, I mean like Adrian Peterson when he did he <clears throat> win it that year or?
0: No, no. I I think no. it's only ever been really quarterbacks, and that's where I think this is going to be. The this is the game. If Camara can yeah. come out and really shut the door, or sorry, if he can really you know, just slant just. Just absolutely dominate that line of scrimmage, which he can. I can see it. Absolutely. but I don't know about Taysom Hill, man. This just. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I just. The can't line,
0: put... the line, the line was moving before this news, right? So I, obviously, I assume people were thinking Taysom Hill was going to be the starter because I, I can't see the line just moving like this, you know, for any other I, reason other than y- that.
1: Yeah, I would have been a lot more comfortable in picking the spread on the New Orleans side, um, if Jameis Winston was playing, but. Um, yeah, that's that I, was my
0: thing too. He's gonna to throw the ball fifty times. He's gonna match ex- it.
1: Yeah, but who's um, to say
0: he doesn't come out and play the second half?
1: And and that's and that's the thing that kind like who who's to say that like he doesn't like Taysom Hill starts and in the third um, third outing uh, when the Saints haven't done anything, he plays for the rest of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, we th- there's too many variables but i if like i'd go with the safe pick here and you're getting really good value at at one one plus 155 um i would smash that money line and i'd feel really comfortable with that
0: yeah me as well i'm gonna pick the money line and i'm gonna pick the uh you know what i'm not even gonna touch it over i'm just gonna go with the money line on this one um I, I well obviously you could pick the the three point spread, but you get a little bit more value for that money line, and I'm very confident that they're going to win this game as well. Uh, we'll move on to the Cincinnati Bengals and Washington Football Team. We get two rookies going at it against each other: Joe Burrow versus Chase Young. Chase Young made a boneheaded rookie play against yeah. the Detroit Lions to set them up for an easy score to win the game. Uh, do you think he bounces back from this? They have a lot of. First round draft picks on that defensive line, and Washington just doesn't seem to get it going. They just, you know, they haven't seemed to gel. This spread is basically at a pick 'em game, forty-seven point total. Are you leaning one way or the other?
1: Um, yeah, I. It, to me, I real, I'm, I'm going with Alex Smith again at one minus one point five. Uh, he showed a lot, three hundred and fifty yards passing again, um, and yeah he just uh, he's a little bit less mobile now, um, mm-hmm. which I mean kind of to his detriment because that's kind of what made him a, a valuable asset on a team is the fact that he could move around and um, he could find positions on the field and throw the ball from from there but um, yeah, I still have faith in uh, this Washington team. I actually uh, put some money on this team to win the division.
0: Oh, you're going out on a statement saying that. You know what? After seeing how they reacted to the loss, I wouldn't be surprised if they did win that division. You know, when teams lose, you see Houston lose. Certain teams like that lose games. They just they kind of just they let it happen. You know, they're just smiling with one another on the sidelines. Alex Smith looked devastated when he lost this game last week. I think that you're on the right track. But my only issue is Joe Burrow just seems to be that guy down in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow seems to be like he's slinging things. I I think Cincinnati's got this game. I don't, you know, defense usually does get the better of the two uh being at home as well. I, man, this one's close to tough to call.
1: Yeah, this one is tough to call.
0: Uh, I'm going to I'm just yeah, I'm going to go with what my initial thoughts were. I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. I'm going to stick gonna with the with Bengals.
1: Would would you go with the money line, or would you go with the the spread here?
0: Yeah, you know, I think I think I'd go with the money line. I'm confident enough that Joe Burrow can get this win. He's posted enough points over the last yeah. few weeks. My only worry is that that determination and that heart that that Washington team has showed throughout the season, even when they are down, they come back continuously each week. Oh. Man, I think uh, I just like, – actually, I'm audible. I'm audible. I'm, I'm throwing the audible. You talked me into it. You talked me into it. I'm going with Washington. I'm going with Alex Smith too. I think he finally gets that feel-good win at home in front of the fan. well, in front of whatever fans are there, cardboard cutouts. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah I'll, I'll roll with Washington as well. Uh, do you You, you do want to touch on that total?
1: Um, you know what? I'm actually going over on the total. Um, 47, I think they can get to uh, 47 um, because – the defenses haven't been playing all that great. Um, I think Joe Burrow's going to have to throw the ball around a little bit to kind of catch up to to Alex Smith, who's mm-hmm. you know he, he's shown that he can throw that ball um, around. And the only problem is he's struggled in the red zone uh, because he can't move around as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think this game hits over 47 points. Um, I, I. I you might, I might tease this down mm-hmm. um, to uh, probably around forty-two.
0: Oh, okay. If, I think you can get to that.
1: Yeah, I think I can, uh, and I, I'd feel, I'd feel a little more comfortable with that. Uh, if I, I'm, I'm kind of like second guessing now this order. that forty-seven points though. It's, it's a tough yeah, one to over call. Over forty-two
0: is better. I would take the over forty-two as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. Um, this next game we got is the Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. There's yeah. no line currently on the board because they're still undetermined on Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy yeah. Two Gloves. Uh, Matt Stafford will play. They're saying that his thumb won't be an issue. Uh, Kenny Galladay is out. DeAndre Swift should be out. I think he might have just been ruled out just in the last few hours here with a concussion. Detroit's going to be shorthanded. It's going to be all up to Matty Stafford. With uh, He says he's okay, but his thumb looked bad on the last game there.
1: Um so the spread uh looks to be at uh minus three and a half or sorry, minus three for Carolina. Hmm. Um and general consensus says fifty four percent for Detroit on this spread. Okay. Um and interestingly enough seventy two percent of of money is going to the over on this one hmm. at forty six and a half. Okay. Um I, this one's a tough one for me. We'd have to see some Teddy Bridgewater news. If Teddy doesn't play, uh, I'd feel comfortable with the Detroit plus three. Um, it's that's it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. I, I'd feel a lot more. That's a, this is a tough one. Um, I, because Matt Stafford, he does play. Through injuries, but he doesn't play all that well through injuries historically.
0: No, he kind of makes really silly decisions when he's hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. He tries to take that extra step when he shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I, I don't like this game at all. I don't uh, either. Even if you know, like Stafford's gonna play, you got Jones Jr. playing, but there's a lot of injuries on the offense in Detroit, and it, it, with Teddy Bridgewater not playing, it's just I don't I don't like either. You don't got CMC. It's just like yeah. a battle of the practice squads at this point. you got some ugly numbers on the trend side. Detroit's 4-14 four and 14 straight up in their last 18, 6-14 and 14 against the spread in their last 20. I'm actually going to stay away, far away from this game, and I'm not going to bet it at all.
1: Yeah, that, and that's fair. Um, I would say that I w- if, if Teddy doesn't play, I would feel more comfortable with the plus 3. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Detroit side and I mean you're getting minus one ten. Like the the numbers the the, the juice is there. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'd feel comfortable with that. Um I wouldn't bet the total. You just never know with hurt quarterbacks. You don't you don't you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um but other than that I think that's it for that game. It's it's gonna be an ugly game. I'd uh hopefully Teddy B's okay and he can he can play. 'Cause I mean like Carolina he, they're looking to play upsetter. They're not like, they're they're an okay team. That yeah,
0: three and seven. I don't think they're really gonna make any noise here. Exactly. Uh, that's the same kind of thing though with Atlanta. But I just feel like Atlanta, they're playing Atlanta's for jobs. Atlanta got a shot. Yeah, and I, I, I well, I guess that I I would assume more though. Atlanta's playing for a job. You know, I think Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I think they're all playing for some sort of gig next year because they know that they're probably not gonna end up in Atlanta next year.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. like. Like, look at Todd Gurley, too. He's playing for a job, too. Like Yeah, I think they
0: all could be. It, it, it wouldn't be a stretch of the imagination. Um, New England and Houston. New England coming off a big win against my Baltimore Ravens in the rain. <clears throat> in some monsoon weather, it yeah. seemed like. Uh, they're two-point favorites on the road against the Houston Texans who seem to have checked out for the season. That defense seems to be non-existent. And New England seems to have uh, cemented themselves as a run-first team. Uh, they are killing it on the run right now. They dominated Baltimore at the line of scrimmage. They just they were were—they—they they were the better team on Sunday night, and Bill Belichick is the driving force. I think he's gotten word and wind of everybody talking smack about him and his regime he has down there at Foxborough, and he's just taken it into his own hands. Cam Newton said after the game, I feel like he's got an easy button. I feel like he's got a phone call to Buffalo Wild Wings where he gets the answers, is what he said, because he told him everything that was gonna happen before the game, including the win it was gonna rain, et cetera, et cetera. Uh I don't think New England's down and out. They got a shot at winning this division still. I don't think they will win this division, but I do think that they win this game against Houston Texans.
1: Oh, they win this game.
0: Yeah, I think this I think this New England team is primed to go on a little bit of a run here and make a and, and make us a, a name for themselves here. They they're all sick on on injured reserve and cam newton's here and he's trying to make this offense his own he's he's himself pro, uh, trying out for a job essentially as well yeah. they, you know he he doesn't necessarily have this job locked in stone yet so he's got to come out here and really prove himself as well each and every week and i think he's doing that uh, uh maybe not going to have the nicest most beautiful stat lines every week but he's going to get the job done <clears throat> especially with that coaching staff behind him uh do you
1: ha- are you leaning either way on this game um, I'm actually leaning on the Houston side. Interesting. Uh, because, um, I'm, I'm looking more at kind of weather and and like a run he- a run heavy offense. Um, playing in Houston, like they don't have the variability. I think New England lost that game because of the or won that game because of the weather in mm-hmm. Baltimore.
0: Well, yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, they were uh,
0: unable to get anything going.
1: Exactly. Uh, Baltimore wasn't uh, able to get anything going. I I don't think that this is a good team, the New England Patriots. I think they're kind of – it's fool's gold here. Mm. Um, Cam Newton is a serviceable quarterback right now. Um, Mm. They don't have an offensive line. Yeah, they've they've started to run the ball well, um, but I don't think you can – especially nowadays, I don't think you can – win games by just running the ball uh, and cam outside of week one and three hasn't I uh, hasn't proven to me that he can pass the ball um, so I'm actually gonna go on the money line Houston side Ooh, but I am picking the over um, Houston's defense hasn't been playing that well yeah um, and at I, I think each team can score 25 points.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm going with the over as well. I'm confident that this is going to hit an over. I just don't see this game going to be a battle of defenses uh, whatsoever, especially, <laughs> no. in a, especially in a dome. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be no outside factors whatsoever. And Belichick can't control the weather like some are saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that's a thing. You yeah, Come on. Um, it's Bill Belichick, I think. You know, when you have 60-plus years in the game, you're going to know what's going to happen regardless every, each yeah. and every week. Uh, exactly. Philadelphia and Cleveland Browns. Cleveland's got a real chance at making the playoffs. They've got a real chance now going forward. Philadelphia as well. Uh, like it or not, that whole division still has a chance. Cleveland is the three-point favorite at home, 47.5 total. I'm not leaning either way right now. I want to hear what you've got to say before I make a final decision, I think.
1: Um, so Nick Chubb's back um first game kind of jitters um he had a pr- pretty decent game he looked good um i it's philly it just hasn't impressed me like th- like carson there's i don't know what's wrong with carson Wentz right now um <laughs> he's horrible he's he's played terribly um in the last this year this whole year it's it hasn't been good um th- th- the Eagles have a bit of a defense, but so does Cleveland. I, I can't see Cleveland losing this game. I can't. Um, they, the Eagles just lost against the New York Giants. They're dejected. They're tired. I don't mm. know. I don't know. I don't think they believe in themselves. And you're hearing reports from the players' camps that they're, you know, like it's it's the coaches, the coaches aren't making the right calls. Yeah. They aren't like when a coaching staff loses this a team, it's over and said and done with. I I don't have any faith in this Philadelphia Eagles. I don't like I I I would say they probably finish like third in the division, I think at this point. Yeah. Because I have a lot more I have more faith in, in Dallas right now than I do in the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll be honest with you right now.
0: Ooh, interesting. You don't yeah. oh, the defense is okay. Like their passing defense is I believe sixth in the league, fifth or sixth in the league. So to me, that's that's a decent thing. But Cleveland doesn't pass the ball. We see it now. They've pretty much established themselves as a run-first team. They're third in the, in the league with rushing. They're 30th in the league with passing. Uh, Nick Chubb coming back was huge. I don't think he's yeah. seen his full potential last week. We've seen what they can do with Kareem and Nick Chubb when they're both healthy. I got, I got Cleveland, I guess, to it. I, I was kind of leaning towards Philadelphia just being able to maybe stick in this game a bit. Make it hard for Cleveland because they've had some close games the last few weeks. You know, like yeah. they they almost beat the Raiders. There was a s- low scoring game. They almost beat the Texans. It was a very, or sorry, they beat the Texans, but they almost lost the Texans. It was a very low scoring game up until the last quarter. Uh, yeah. Mind you, weather played a big part. So it's not like Cleveland's really been blowing out teams or showing that they want to win this as much as they should be at this point. Yeah.
1: And missing Odell, like, you're missing a playmaker you're missing a t- uh, like a, a essentially a leader on the team mm-hmm. that and you can tell it's it, it's kind of catching up to them they don't they don't look like the same week one through four at Cleveland Browns when where they were scoring 30 points a game mm-hmm. um, That being said though um, I think the Eagles are just that bad I would caution though that like i wouldn't pick the spread on this one i would pick the money line Mm -hmm. um because this game could be close
0: yeah it could be one of those like uh somebody misses a uh, extra point somebody misses a field goal so you have that one point difference when you score the touchdown for sure yeah for sure yeah and
1: and shoot at minus 145 like that's a pretty good number um so uh, for, for the money line, as opposed to the plus one hundred five, mm-hmm. I'm I would say that like I'd be comfortable with, with uh, with the money line there.
0: Yeah, me as well. Are you going
1: uh, to touch this total at all? Forty-seven and a half? Ah, like it's. I have a, I struggle with this one. Um, I would probably say, I'd, I'm leaning <coughs> towards the under. Mm. Um. But, it, it's so hard for me because. Cleveland at the beginning of the year was was scoring 30 points a game.
0: Yeah, that's and... why I'm nervous about this money line. I was going to say right away under, but it's been under for the last couple of weeks and I feel mm-hmm. like they're going to get the rhythm back against Philadelphia at home. They would they would have to here. Like if they don't get it going here, like you got to kiss your playoff dreams goodbye at this exactly. point. Exactly. Right, you're exactly. getting too late in the season. You have to get this. So, uh I'm just going to stay away from that total, but I'm I'm locking in this Cleveland money line. Uh, you're locking in the Cleveland money line as well, and you're going to yeah. go under.
1: I am going to go with the under.
0: All right, cool. Uh, Pittsburgh at Jacksonville, another double-digit spread that these <laughs> fraudulent <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers get. They yeah. go into Jacksonville, who just kept Green Bay in check. Arguably, could have been that uh, question mark of playing to your opponent, playing down to your opponent in Green Bay's uh, Green Bay's case, but Pittsburgh. You know, ten and a half points again. They they almost didn't, or they didn't cover it against that Dallas Cowboy team on Sunday night. I just don't see them covering it again here. Uh, I'm I'm going with the Jacksonville to cover this ten and a half at home. Uh, this kid that they got there, he's he's no joke at quarterback. I like him better than Gardner, actually.
1: Yeah, um, i I think we you have you've seen Gardner's uh, potential, and mm-hmm. I you he's got a low ceiling or a low uh, a l- a low floor yeah. but he's also got a got a low ceiling as well yeah. like i don't i don't know if he is the quarterback for you to win you that big game yeah. um but yeah this, this sixth rounder coming out of nowhere he's you know like i like him i i think he he's got something special he's got an arm yeah. um, which i was really surprised to see um, and he looks like he's making the right decisions Um, but caution here because they did just beat the Bengals 10 to 36.
0: Yeah. But you know, but you know, like you got to think too, at that point, (sighs) divisional games like Ben, I don't think Ben's, Ben's, uh, his record against Cincinnati and Cleveland, I assume is probably 90% or higher. And so when he plays those two teams, you can't even – I don't even know what it is. He just he just knows them, you know, better mm-hmm. than everybody else. Uh, Jake Watton's had a 73-yard bomb to, to DJ Chark. Uh, Robinson will be healthy. I just – I like this Jacksonville team. I think that their offense is a lot better than people give them credit for. Their defense really needs a lot of work. But their defense – they held Green Bay down. Uh, yeah. If this is one of those games where you play to your opponent once again – the, the field is heavily on Pittsburgh right now. Sixty percent, sixty-nine percent on Pittsburgh to cover. Sixty-five, sorry, to cover this ten and a half points, which yeah. is which means that it's not going to be a touchdown and a field goal. It's going to have to be two touchdowns or a touchdown and two field goals at that ten and a half. So that's that's worrisome. That's that's a lot of points. You know, what I mean, that's a lot of possessions, mind you. Um, Pittsburgh's defense is good enough, but yeah, I'm touching this Jacksonville. Uh, this spread for sure 10 and a you're, half you're, I'm taking you're,
1: you're you're taking the 10 and a half spread um, mm. would you touch the total on this game
0: 46 <laughs> no it's a tough one I no. wouldn't because Pittsburgh like like the last game we went <clears throat> we just went over and part of me I they're so up and down you know yeah. they're just like Cleveland sometimes sometimes you're expecting them to score 30 plus sometimes they're gonna be a little bit less of a offensive powerhouse and more li- reliance on their defense if Jacksonville wants to win this or keep it close, though, it's going to have to be in over. I just... Man, I'm not getting lucky with these totals lately, so I'm just going to stay away from this one if I don't feel comfortable with it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. Um, I would probably try and tease this one, this total down, mm-hmm. if I could. Um, I, if But if you made me choose, I'd pick the under. Okay. Um, because, you know, i the run game really hasn't been there for the Steelers this year mm-hmm. um, Big Ben's kind of like making this statements like hey I, I kind of want to be in the MV- MVP running too yeah um, which kind of scares me on this on this spread as well um, I to be honest I'm not gonna touch this spread um, if you made me choose I'd probably pick the Pittsburgh Steelers spread mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I, I'll, I'm not gonna touch it staying away from this game yeah it's well at least the spread i'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm gonna pick the money line because it's Yeah, that's an easy one yeah yeah but um yeah i'm gonna go with the under here
0: you're going go with the under yeah nice i like it i like the i like the firmness to stay on a pick to make a pick on this one i like you it. because you, you, Cause gotta you gotta have it pick. you have you stayed away from a lot of Pittsburgh games lately yeah
1: it's, it's they're so tough to call. So they you know. are.
0: They are very tough to call. I, I hate which, them. I hate
1: which them. Which Pittsburgh team are you gonna get?
0: Well, next Thursday we're gonna see the real Pittsburgh team come out and lose against Baltimore, but that's for another oh, story. That's another Se- story for another day. Segue into our next game, the Tennessee Titans at the Baltimore Ravens. Six the, point uh, <laughs> six point favorites for the Baltimore Ravens at a forty-nine and a half point total. I obviously gotta pick my Baltimore Ravens, but let me break this one down for you. We got no Brandon Williams. We got no Calais Campbell. Uh, when we don't have Brandon Williams in the lineup, we, or sorry, when we have Brandon Williams in the lineup, we hold running backs in the last forty—I'm going to say forty-two games. I believe it was. It was under forty-five to an eighty-six-yard average. When we don't have Brandon Williams in that lineup, we have nearly double, and we allow one hundred and fifty-six yards a game to running backs. This is a bad game for the Baltimore Ravens defense. This is a bad, bad game for the Baltimore Ravens defense. Let me repeat myself. They we got well, to play geez. Derrick Henry, the monster, the machine, who is coming into his own again. It's coming into nasty season for Derrick Henry. Yeah, I'm nervous, man. I I don't think they got this six point to, uh, spread at all. I mean, if they yeah. do, it's all all on the legs, and well, we got to be honest, all on the legs of Lamar Jackson. He's going to have to play better. He did play good last game uh, against New England Patriots. He didn't do bad. He he threw over 200-plus yards in a monsoon against against a Belichick-ran defense that yeah. supposedly knows everything he's going to do. So he didn't play bad. Um, but <laughs> this defense is not looking like that powerful defense we've seen at the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah, I think it's a a, ba- a battle of like – which defense is going to fold? Is it going to be the Tennessee passing defense, or mm-hmm. is it going to be the ba- Baltimore running defense? Absolutely. Uh, and at this point, I don't know. the The one upside of the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson, um, last game, it wasn't. It really wasn't his fault. Like it, no, was he it? was he, he was hitting people in the on the numbers, mm-hmm. and they were dropping the ball. That's another and, factor too. Yeah, like they he was he was accurate. Very tough to catch the ball in a mon- in a yeah. monsoon. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. That's but, my thing. Is you
0: know his wide receivers aren't getting open, and I had higher hopes for Marquise Brown coming into this season to believe he was a wide receiver one. Willie Snead has cemented himself as a wide receiver one, which is uh, it's good, I guess. But I mean, you wouldn't. He's, you don't win. You don't win playoff games, Super Bowls. You don't win that with Willie Sneed as your wide receiver one. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and it's no disrespect to Willie Sneed, but you need a guy like. Hollywood Brown, who you went and drafted high for this role, and he's, yeah, he's
1: he's
0: got he's gotten open in a few different games, but I'm a diehard fan, and I can I can take off my rose colored glasses here and call it what it is. We don't have any wide receivers right now. Our wide receiver core is is absent, and when Mark Andrews is the only guy you got to throw to, and he's not even on Travis Kelsey's level right now. No. I'm scared of this offense. Like that's why I say it's on the legs and Lamar Jackson. He's got to do what he did last season. He's got to do what everybody's praising Kyler Murray for and make plays with his legs and get open. I mean, he doesn't have the luxury of having DeAndre Hopkins to be triple covered down there. He doesn't have, you know, the luxury of having these great running backs behind him. They can't even figure out which running back they want. Yeah. Um so like I say I'm I'm going to stay away from this game, but if I had to pick and I take away my Baltimore bias. I'm picking the Titans to cover that six and a half points. Oh, I think I lost you there Lester, for a minute. A little bit of technical difficulties there, but uh, like I say, I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans to beat my, well not beat my Baltimore Ravens, but to cover this six and a half spread. Um, Like I say, I, I can't be biased in this situation. I gotta go with the facts. I think Henry has it.
1: Yeah, Um, And I'm going to have to agree with you. Um, I, plus six, I I think they cover the spread. I think they actually win this game. (coughs) Wow. Uh, It's, I I, I just have a tough time believing in Baltimore right now. I think Mm -hmm. the wheels are kind of falling off right now. Yeah, Um, I think injuries aren't helping our case at all. Yeah, absolutely. And Mm. um, do you have um, a spread? On this line?
0: No, I don't like on the total. Yeah, uh, I would say it goes over for sure. I think it goes over. Uh, I would tease it down to 45, but I yeah. still think I think it still hits 50 points because I think both these offenses are going to be firing. And I, like I say, Derrick Henry is going to go off. I think Lamar is going to go off. I just think it's a three-point game. I think that Baltimore will win by three if they win this game. So.
1: Um, I like your tease. Um that's why I would go under rather. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you if I had to pick I would go I would tease it at forty five rather than uh hit the under because you're right, this has the possibility of going over. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it, it hits around the forty eight um the the forty eight points total.
0: Oh okay, nice. Um yeah that that doesn't seem Far of a stretch. Miami and Denver. Three and a half point favorites on the road is the Miami Dolphins. They are the surprise team of the year, surprise team of the NFL. Like, they're just, they're rolling, man. This yeah. total's is
1: 45.5. You leaning either way? Um. Well, this one's interesting because Miami, now Tua has to play in Denver. And. It's it's a little colder in Denver. It's a little bit it's it's a little different than in uh, Miami here. Um, so I don't know. I, I I have a hard time picking this one. I'm if you if I had to choose, I'd probably pick the minus four for Miami. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but this game game is definitely going over.
0: Um, Man, 100%. you brought up a really good point about that weather. Oh, I never even thought of that. Miami's got to go. To Denver.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh, that's interesting, my friend. You know it's,
1: it's a tough one because um Tua hasn't had to play.
0: In no. Gold. No, he hasn't. And this is this is the test. I mean, it's not like Denver is really that good, but this is where the public is now on Miami. Seventy percent. Seventy. Did you ever think of a time when you'd see seventy percent in favor of the Miami Dolphins to win a game?
1: To win a game? Damn, no, like was Tom was Tom Brady ever gonna play for Miami?
0: No, see, Miami. I just, uh, you know, I'm gonna take a long shot on this one. I, I am. I'm, I'm going with the Denver Broncos to cover that three and a half points.
1: Oh my God! But is I'm not touching have... that total. Um, it's I, I would. Hmm, that's a tough one. I, I lo- See, the thing is, Drew Locke doesn't play good in weather or in cold weather either. No,
0: and he plays in the <laughs> coldest one of the coldest. States.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you here. I'm I'm going Miami. They've shown me a lot, um, and yeah, that defense is still good. Mm-hmm. Um, but touching this 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 spread, I would feel more comfortable with the over. It's a it's a it's a low spread, surprisingly. in they, you know, like they. Yeah, I
0: guess 45 and a half is pretty low. You know, 51% of people are, are on the under, so it is split evenly on that that mm-hmm. point. But, you know, I think you talked me into that. I'm going to take the over as well on this game. I think that... Uh... Drew Locke, he's gonna be rolling high off that uh, off that Jeezy uh, Gucci Mane versus, you know, <laughs> he, he loves those guys. He loves he, love them, he loves guys. Jeezy. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if he ends up in Atlanta one day, but uh, that's for another day. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh it's gonna be a good game though, Miami and Denver. Yeah. I think this is a game where it's gonna cement uh, Tua because last week he did well, but I mean now he's got to travel. This is going on the road to a a particularly tough place to play, so. Yeah. This is going to be if uh, this is a make-or-break game for him, especially if they want to win this division. I know it's an easier team, but this is where the whole world's watching on the afternoon game. Uh, another afternoon game we got is the Jets at the Chargers. The Chargers can't seem to get a win, man. Like, they can't seem to get a win. They screwed me out of big money last week again. They just can't seem to hold that down. Yeah. And, and you know, it was part of my personal bias last week. I thought for sure I just love the Chargers. I love Justin Herbert. This week, it seems like an easy win. I don't know about the 10 points, though. 10-point um, favorites at home, 46 total. What do you got?
1: Um, The 10 points is huge. Um, That's a big number. I don't know if the Los Angeles Chargers can cover that. Um, this is a bad New York Jets team. In, like, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa <laughs> You watch your mouth about Joe Flacco, okay? We know. <laughs> <laughs> You would know, actually. Oh, yeah. We know what Joe Flacco's about. Okay, He just—he yeah. only plays good against you New know, England Patriots or in January in the playoffs. This is not either one of those teams. Yeah. So I, I got to agree with you there. I think this Jets team is a pretty bad team. But are they
1: bad enough to lose by 10 points? I don't think so.
0: They, I don't think so. They kind of are. They kind of are. You know, this game opened, I believe, at a 9-point favorite. So it kind of just dropped to that. I gotta I gotta think that the the Chargers are gonna have to come out and dominate at some point. I mean, they don't really have a shot at the playoffs, do they? They're two and six or no. so two and seven.
1: No, not in that division either. Um I mean like they gotta compete against Oakland and they gotta compete compete against Kansas City. Nah, like they don't got a shot.
0: No, they're not gonna do it. Um Chargers, one and seven straight up in their last eight. Chargers one and five straight up in their last six at home. Yeah. It's got to, you know, it's got to break at some point. They're gonna get the win, but you're right. Do they cover this large total? No teams have covered these large totals, you know, other than the Kansas City Chiefs. I I gotta agree with you here. I think I'm gonna to touch the Jets. I I think that they they're able to make sure that this game stays a little bit closer. I think Joe yeah. Flacco. I think Joe Flacco will be able to put some points up on that board.
1: I I, I would agree. Um, personally the spread um if there's too much variability i'm not going to touch the spread if you had to make me choose mm-hmm. i would definitely go with the jets yeah um but yeah I, i'm going with the under and i'm going with the money line the easy money line on the chargers it's just it, i like the jets can't seem to catch a break and they're not going to they're just a bad team but um yeah the spread's just a little too high for me and there's too much variability um
0: fair enough fair enough um, yeah nothing more to really say about these two teams no. I mean Chargers really arguably have one of the worst coaches in the NFL next there's a battle of the worst coaches here yeah to me. <laughs> uh, okay. Dallas and Minnesota uh, your Cowboys are playing the Minnesota Vikings coming off of a uh, finally coming off of a big primetime win for Kirk the hurt cousins
1: well, I told you last week I told you Man. Like, it was, like that I I had a feel you know what Kirk Cousins for all of his faults you know he is a gamer i i, ha- I had a feeling that he was going to win um, Yeah. they they're just too they've been they've been on the up and up as of late too like they've they've been with dalvin cook they're just a better team
0: oh for sure this game is interesting to me this yep. game is uh this is going to be a good game on odd sharks they have this predicted game at 40 to 10 for the vikings uh i don't know if it gets to that point yeah i don't either uh, um, I, I i mean Dalvin Cook's good, but Zeke is pissed. Zeke is talking some noise out there saying, you know, they, we got to win a game at some point. Uh, I don't necessarily think they win this game, but Dallas is going to cover this game. I think they cover the seven points. Uh, I'm going to take Dallas on the cover, and I'm going to take this game as an over as well, over 48. Gilbert seemed, uh, seemed to be a good quarterback. He seemed to be able to manage. I don't think this Minnesota defense is all that great. Uh, I think they're going to actually uh, play a good game, this Dallas Cowboys team.
1: Um. Yeah, I uh... As of late, like, I've, my, I've, my bias on Dallas has been, like, I've, I've been actually picking against Dallas. Yeah. And it, it's kind of hurt me because the Pittsburgh game I picked against them. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's – without Dak there, um, my faith kind of has been lost. Um, G- Garrett Gilbert showed me that, you know, he can be a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. Um, and i think that dallas has the tools there to be a good team what surprised me though especially in that pittsburgh game was dallas's defense mm-hmm. dallas held that very potent offense to what it was tw- it was 9 points at the at the at the half like or 12 points at the half like it was they held them to 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 they, they were in line to win yeah, they were. Um, and I mean, like, it is the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Garrett Gilbert's first game. So, like, they weren't going to win that game. Mm-hmm. But this is a different animal. Minnesota Vikings have been that good. And I think that Kirk Cousins has his stereotypical bad game this week. I'm going money line on the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. And I'm going the over in this game. Interesting. I can't
0: believe you took the money line all all year, took till to week 11 for you to take your Dallas Cowboys <laughs> money line. But yeah. hey, what better time than now, baby? Let's go. Yeah. I'm rolling with you. Uh, the next last game we got in the afternoon. The next two games actually to me are huge, huge games. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I don't understand this line. This kind of seems like the Seattle. Rams line from last week. Green Bay is going into Indianapolis against a very tough defense where it's a one and a half point favorite for the Colts. Fifty-one and a half total on the board. This game opened at a three-point favorite for the Colts. I don't I don't see why they don't have a better offense, but I think it's probably because of how Green Bay has been playing. They're on the road. I mean Indy's defense. Do you think that this is a right spread, or you know, are are you heavily on Green Bay, or what?
1: No, I'm I'm seeing what you're seeing. Um, this Green Bay team, yes, plays down to the level of their opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is kind of biased from that Jacksonville game.
0: Yeah, it's gotta uh, be. Uh, I
1: I can't see Green Bay losing this game. Like, I and I said that last time again. Like. We don't like, let's be honest, on this podcast. We don't like the Indianapolis Colts. Um, no, we we don't. Well, actually, no. I shouldn't. I should preface. We don't like Philip Rivers. Yeah, he's not <laughs> a good quarterback. He's just he's just not a good quarterback anymore. He he's so we don't believe that he can win games, but he's been proving us wrong.
0: I get, Yeah, I guess he can. <laughs> I know. I guess he can. He threw he threw three hundred yards against that porous Titans defense. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. But it's I, different. I just,
1: I just can't see um, defense. The Green Bay defense has been playing better as of late. The Smith brothers, you know, like they're they're starting to rack up those those sack numbers. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Jones is healthy. You've got Devonte Adams who can catch anything, anywhere, anytime. And you got Aaron Rodgers, who arguably is the best quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah. Uh, they don't play they play each other you know this is one of those matchups where they play each other every four years but if you are one for those it's uh green Bays four ten one in their last fifteen versus indianapolis ah uh, i gotta I definitely gotta roll Green Bay on this one, yeah especially I'm, with the one and a half you know what i mean that's just that's easy yeah. money for sure they're definitely gonna win by more than that
1: yeah i would i would probably choose the money line over it's just a better value for your for your fair enough fair for enough for your one and a half but like shoot like it's it's a good number you're you're not losing much so are you um, touching
0: uh, the spread i mean the total
1: sorry the total this one's a hard one for me because
0: yeah i'm definitely uh, not touching the overs
1: i want to go with the over i'd probably tease this down if i could mm-hmm. to probably around 46 maybe maybe 47 um and a half but yeah, I would probably go with the over if, I, if you made me choose. But yeah. I, I te- I'm going to tease this down for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, next game we got is the Sunday Nighter. This is a, a rivalry game and quickly turning into one of the most heated rivalries in the NFL. We got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Las Vegas Raiders. It's an 8-point spread favorite for the KC Chiefs on the road in Vegas. 56.5 total. Are you leaning either way?
1: Um. Yeah, I'm leaning... In uh, the Kansas City side, I, I think they're just rolling right now. Um, is this one? This one's gonna be a blowout. I, I can't see La- Las Vegas just even keeping this close. Um, it. I know they beat them in this season already, but I think this is kind of a revenge game for Patrick Mahomes, um, and I'm going easy on the easy, easy like smash spread on that on that minus eight point.
0: Yeah, I, I like the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. I think they just destroy them as well. You gotta think of the the locker or sorry the locker and the parking lot lap they took, the victory lap that the Vegas Raiders took. It's bulletin board material. Whenever Andy Reid has bulletin board material, you know he's going to capitalize on that. I can't see them losing. I think they win by plenty in this game. I think they win it by probably seven to ten points, so I really do like them.
1: Yeah. Uh I would agree. Uh I'm I'd probably uh, I probably go the under here. I know the public's going to go over on this one. What's what's the number on that bad boy right now? It is Holy cow. It
0: 61%.
1: 61% is going over. Yeah, damn. That's why um, it moved
0: to 8 now.
1: Yeah. And Yeah, I I can't like I think this is going to go I'm I I think this is one of those games that go under. Um and Las Vegas just can't do anything. Interesting. Uh, I
0: agree. I think Sunday night games are notoriously known for being under now at this point.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: unless Kansas City posts one of those forty-fifty bombs, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, ex- and that's and that's hey, that always scares me, right? Because they can do that.
0: They all easily, easily, and then you know, Green's going to try to keep the game in there. Uh, a tipping point for me that is a little bit. Interesting is Kansas City How do you beat them? You beat them with the run How does Vegas win the game? They beat people with the run uh, This is uh, This isn't going to be a good one It's going to be a slobber knocker as you will uh, I, I got to still go with Kansas City Spread on this one I'm still smashing this 8 points I don't even care Yeah. Um, I feel disrespectful to some of my friends that are Vegas fans But I got to do it And, I, and I, I think that the under Is in play here as well Under 57 points
1: yeah, I am um, I'm right with you. I agree one hundred percent.
0: Uh last game we got is the Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady ten, sorry, Tom Brady gets to go to prime time again to wow. see if he can handle this. Uh, I don't know if he can.
1: Yeah, I mean like you're speaking my language. I agree one hundred percent. I don't think he can this week.
0: Um, you know, he seems to get those games on prime time where he just can't get it done. Do I think that they, you know, this this four point spread? It's 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 interesting because the Rams have seemed to keep themselves in close games, but then they lose to teams like Miami. So I mean, like Miami, arguably they're good, but they, ugh, Tampa Bay. I don't know. I I think that uh, the Rams are going to be able to keep this one closer than four points. I'm going to hit yeah. this uh, spread. I'm not touching that money line. I, I'm not confident enough in the Rams. So.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. I. I mean, like, there's value in that money line at one 175. Um, so, I'm gonna ask you a question. How does Tom Brady fare with pressure in his face?
0: Yo, oh, I would assume pretty bad.
1: Yeah. Well, yes. It's, he's he's, but it's you when it when it comes out of and I'm I'm speaking when it comes from the middle. Yeah. And I'm not talking the ends. He's. If sometimes it feel if I feel like Tom Brady's got eyes in the back of his head because he can just he just throws that ball away so quickly when he even he just feels pressure. Yeah, fair. But there's a difference when f- pressure c- comes right in front of you. Yeah. And who do they have? Who do the Los Angeles Rams have? Aaron Donald. Yeah, I think. Arguably. That's- the best, yeah. no, not even arguably. Like no. He is, he the, is best the best yeah, he is defensive the best. tackle mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Hands down. And yeah, Tom Brady doesn't fare well against pressure that's right in his face uh, coming from the middle. Um, I think that Los Angeles Rams are going to win this game. I'm smashing that money line. And uh, I don't want to touch the total, <laughs> but if I had to choose, I would probably pick the under. Under forty-eight,
0: yes. Yeah, I'd like to touch it because it, I feel like that this game's gonna have to be under for the Rams to win, right? They're gonna have to keep Tampa Bay in check. They're gonna have to keep that that's the ball on the ground, but they don't really have any running backs to do that with anymore. Yeah. So that's what that's what always worries me as well. Um, I'm gonna just stick to the the spread on this one. One big big major impact that could be on this offense is. Whitworth is out indefinitely. They are missing that tackle, so you know Tampa Bay's defense is just it is arguably right there with Rams defense this season. Mm-hmm. And Jared Goff doesn't play very well with pressure in his face either. So yeah, you're not wrong. So that one's kind of a you know I I might audible this one come Monday, but as it stands right now, I'm gonna pick the Rams uh, to cover that spread.
1: Yeah, I would feel comfortable with that one as well. I'm just more. Com- I think you're getting enough value in that money line to pick it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm picking it. Yeah. But um, I would feel more comfortable with that spread for sure.
0: Um, I'm gonna do an interesting thing here at the right before we do DraftKings, put you on the spot. If you had to pick one game and bet hundred dollars on the money line, which one would you take? And it can't if be I, it can't be the Pittsburgh. You know, our. If numbers.
1: I if I had in, in terms of value. Um, it would just your lock basically my lo- my lock in in terms of the money line ooh, that's a tough one. I would probably say um, the Atlanta money line-
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, you took that one right from me because I was going to roll with that one too. I thought yeah, that one was pretty good
1: it's it's but uh, l- listen, you're getting value mm-hmm. uh with the Atlanta Rams. like um if you I would feel comfortable putting a hundred dollars on the money line for the Rams because shoot you're you're getting uh you're getting 75 you're, you're almost, yeah you're yeah you're almost like i like that two, one to 290 for your 100 dollars. like that's value and yeah. i that's like i'm i'm actually i'm shoot um you're you're selling me more on that money line more and more on the mon- on for monday <laughs>
0: Oh, good. Good, I'm good. I'm <laughs> glad to hear. Um, my lock of the week would be the Green Bay Packers at that 100 uh, plus 100 or the Atlanta Falcons as my uh, yeah. as my lock. Uh, let's do this DraftKings quickly before we go. Uh, X-Factor value pick and a uh, – what was the last one? Uh, lock of the week. Um, I'll start off with my lock of the week. It's Derek Henry. Uh, yeah. He's going to dominate. 150 yeah. yards.
1: Yeah. it's. I mean, like – picking derrick henry any week you like understandably you're gonna have like those weeks where you're like man he should have scored 27 points and it's not gonna happen every week but when you have the upside of 50 points you like he should be at least in consideration every single week um yeah my lock of the week um is gonna be aaron jones nice um so another what did i learn this week was that sometimes we have to look for rebound games um two weeks ago yeah it was well, sorry it was last week uh deandre hopkins went off for like 175 yards and a touchdown prior to that that week though how many uh touches did he have he, i think he had three touches for like 24 yards or something like that interesting um I think looking for rebound weeks is a great way to play DraftKings because these players want to show that they're they are good, and when they have bad weeks, they're like, nah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill it next week. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones, he was serviceable, but like, the expectation you were saying it last week, he should have had three touchdowns. Yeah, he should have. And I agree. So. This, this indie defense is good, but I think that they're going to run the ball uh, this week against the Indianapolis Colts.
0: It's a big drop-off from uh, those first three there. Well, two, because McCaffrey's not playing, but from Kamara Cook at 92-9, and nine, respectively, down to 72 for Aaron Jones. Yeah. Big drop yeah. Uh, or sorry 8, 8, 8k for Derrick Henry using in my lineup I didn't even see that there um, my X Factor is going to have to be Devontae Parker. If Miami wants to win this game against Denver Devontae Parker is going to have to have a big game he's averaging about 7 targets a game so he is Tua's number one dude there. Uh, they're not going to be able to run the ball here again on Denver I think if they want to win this game they're going to have to put up points on the board through the air so I like Devontae Parker as my X Factor pick of the week here
1: yeah, and a, a good pick. I I think Devontae Parker hasn't had, like, his 30-point week yet. No. And I, it's coming. It's coming. Like, he's oh, too definitely. good of a wide receiver. Definitely. Um, the only thing is, Tua likes to spread the ball around a lot. Yeah, fair enough. Um, which is tough, but he's got to have it. Like, one of these weeks, is kind of come.
0: Yeah, Devontae um, Parker's only had one game over 100 yards, and I think that he's going to get his second one this week.
1: Yeah. Um, for my X Factor... Um, I want to go DJ Moore, Mm. but I'm going to pivot and say it's going to be Robbie Anderson.
0: Okay, even if they don't have Teddy there.
1: Even if (coughs) they don't have Teddy there, I think that Robbie Anderson um, is a sure wide receiver. And this Detroit Lions defense has been bad against the Mm -hmm. the past. Just terrible. So um, one of them, those two are going to go off. I don't know which one it is. But I'm, my bet is going to be uh, uh, Robbie Anderson.
0: Um, do you know who's starting for Carolina? Mister PJ Walker, the XFL um, breakout star of when they had their short little second run again. He'll be the guy that comes in for Teddy B. I would assume. Uh, they say Will Greer and him will be uh, fighting for reps, but I assume it's going to be PJ Walker. He seems to be the better player.
1: Yeah, no, I would assume
0: so. And like, and he, hey. So he'd be he, putting he points up on the board.
1: Yeah, he, he was tearing it up in the XFL.
0: Yeah, I could see him and Robbie really having a good connection there. Uh, they He also played under Matt Rule in college, and I believe that's why they picked him up. Matt Rule went and got a lot of his college players on this Carolina Panthers team, so uh, I love that pick on Robbie Anderson. Uh, my value pick of the week is going to be Willie Sneed. I talked about how Lamar Jackson has to get it going this week, and it's going to have to be on his legs. He's still going to throw a couple tugs in the end zone. Hollywood Brown still hasn't found his groove yet, so I'm not going to jump back on that train. He is only 5,900, but I like Willie Sneed at 45. He's kind of been that number one wide receiver there. I, I just I like him to get the points, especially if this game goes over. Mm-hmm. And he's a good correlation pick with Derrick Henry, too. He had seven yeah. targets last week.
1: I mean, like, Willie Sneed could have 11 targets for, for 100 yards. This, and, like, if that happens, you're laughing. Mm-hmm. Um and I could see that happening this week, um, especially if, you know, like this, this, this defense goes up er- – or this uh, offense in Tennessee goes up early. Yeah, and he's um, forced to throw the ball more. And he's, yeah, I, I, could, I could see this hap- that happening for mm-hmm. sure. And I think I might put him in my lineup, actually. Um, because you've been smashing these picks as of late. Like, who did you have last week that just went off? Um,
0: oh, I, I can't even remember
1: now. Oh, I can't remember. But he went off. I can't remember now. But it was, you know, like, I, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, damn. Like, Wes was so right. Mine was Terry, Scary Terry. And I was like, oh, like, he, he played oh, well. Oh, uh, Mike Evans, Mike Evans. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, that's right. Mike Evans was the one that went off. He went crazy. He yeah. went crazy. Uh, I knew it was, he was bound to break out sooner or later.
1: Yeah. Um, So my X Factor, th- or sorry, it's, it's value this week. Yeah, um, value, value. Yeah. Value this week, um... A little bit overpriced, well, a little bit uh, higher priced at uh, fifty one hundred, but I just like him way too much, Mike Williams.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. We I
1: talked about um, drafting beco- for rebound weeks, mm-hmm. so last week he had two two receptions, five targets for thirty eight yards, and he dropped two balls. Wow! I think this is a rebound game for Mike Williams because he's gonna say, listen, like I wasn't good, but you, I'm here to prove to you that I can be that wide receiver that you can trust yeah. on third down. Um, and yeah, I think he gets 100 yards and a touchdown.
0: Oh, that's nice, I, I, I can see that. Um, do you think that he's gonna be the number one guy over Keenan Allen, or do you think that's just years to come still?
1: Um, I think they serve different roles. Mm. I think that Keenan Allen is a great chain mover and a good reliable guy. I think Mike Williams is a 50-50 ball guy, Um, but he's also really reliable. Um, But yeah, I just think they they serve different roles, and they have kind of all all the aspects that you would want. They have a speed guy, um, they have 50-50 a 50-50 guy and they have like a chain mover in, mm-hmm. in, in Keenan Allen um, That's what, and to win you need those pieces um, that fit together on a team um, that's why I like that offense so much
0: yeah it's a good offense I, and they got a good quarterback there too yeah. uh, one player before we go I just noticed that's very very dirt cheap is T.Y. Hilton at $4,200 on DraftKings this week I just think that's pretty dirt cheap. That's, that's $200 away from minimum, and, you know, he's still T.Y. Hilton. He's got to yeah. have some points. I mean, maybe he doesn't post one of those huge 30-point games, but yeah. at $4,200, I don't feel like that's, that's high enough for him. I think he should be more in the 52s.
1: Uh, that's crazy to me. Um, I, uh, what are you thinking about quarterback? Are you thinking of starting Taysom Hill?
0: Not on DraftKings, no. Definitely. Not on DraftKings? No, nah, definitely not. I mean, uh, if he comes out, I'll eat my words. Yeah, sure thing. But I just I can't see it, man. I can't that, see him fair. coming out and and just putting out this huge showing with his arm. He, he's only thrown five career passes. It's, yeah. It's not, I don't know. He's he's worth it, I guess, in the sense that he's cheap. I assume he's dirt cheap on
1: Um, you know what? I don't think he's even that cheap. What's Let's take a look. Oh yeah, he's four thousand
0: eight hundred. So I guess four thousand eight
1: hundred, like you, but four thousand eight hundred for fifty-three, you can get Alex Smith, who I think gives you better value, anyways.
0: Oh, absolutely. Heck, you can even pay fifty-two for Garrett Gilbert, and I think he even does just just as well or better than uh, (laughs) Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill.
1: I I agree. It's like you would you would need like three touchdowns from from. Taysom some hell to make it viable, like, and th- those are running touchdowns. I don't know if he gets that. No, I don't think so.
0: All right, man. Well, this was a good one. This was, uh, it was uh, a little bit filled with some technical difficulties, but we figured yeah. it out. We got it through. Um, just like every week, we're gonna go out there and make some money. We hope uh, yeah. everybody out listening makes some money.
1: Yeah, and you know, like it's, I, I, I have a feeling this week's gonna be a big week for us. Like we, we were. We were, Like, when we agree on a lot of things, mm-hmm. that's, that's when we have our big weeks. Because yeah. we're, we're seeing the trends, and we're, seeing, and we're like, yeah, like this makes, this makes sense. Like, last week, we're like, there, it could go this way or that way, but this week, I like it.
0: Oh, yeah, we were so torn last week. So, yeah, yeah, hopefully this is a good week. All right, man, well, uh, best of luck for uh, this weekend. Best of luck to all our listeners, and thanks for checking us out. And we'll see you all next week. See ya.